0: Okay, and we're back with episode five, which this is the first time in three weeks that we have recorded an episode, Um, and I I don't really have a good excuse for you guys as to why we're not, or why we haven't put out another episode, other than the fact that life kind of got in the way. It's Um, summer. It's summer. Well, I don't want to make excuses for myself, but... For our, like, one to two dedicated listeners. Yeah, I didn't mean to leave you guys hanging, because I know some of you listen to this, and some of you don't, but um, yeah, we're back anyways, and I think we should start off with a little recap of what has happened the last three weeks in both of our lives. So, let's start with Asher, and let's get the ball rolling today.
1: Well, I think we should probably both go
0: over 4th of Julys, because we haven't seen them for all of July. We haven't seen them since June 30th. So yeah. I mean 4th of July was nothing special for me. I, um Yeah, I, I didn't do anything much Fourth of July other than just like the normal stuff. Hang out with friends and and family and whatnot. Um Yeah, that's that's my Fourth of July. I think I
1: had the most eventful Fourth of July I've ever had. Most of the time on Fourth of July, I just hang out with Family or really close friends, and we just have a party or a house party or something like that but this time around I Before going out with friends. I had dinner with my parents and introduced a girl that I'm seeing to them and That was really different because I've never really done that and had it gone. Well every time my parents can kind of figure out that people are not gonna work out or not stick around for the first time it actually worked out pretty well like I saw them getting along and they weren't like looking at me like I was choosing the wrong person or something like that so that gave me a good feeling so that's a green flag I think but then after that uh, I met up with you and our other friends and we went to a pool party at a high-rise out in was that Paradise Valley
0: no that's just like Phoenix honestly but it, it, it's, it's on your way to Paradise Valley. North Phoenix. So it's a it's a nicer area of town. And yeah, like you said, it's a high rise. So being on the top where there's a pool, you know, you could really see a lot of what was going on here in the valley. Um, which meant, you know, fireworks, quite frankly, or quite literally, 360 degrees around you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, Which is cool. Like, I think everybody once in their life should experience something like that because... I you know,
1: go to I, a big fireworks show at the like yeah. stadium or something.
0: And for me, being there by myself and you know just meeting new people, I had a great time kind of touching back to our last episode. I think it was the mental health episode. Um, I can say that it's been going well for me, um, which, just to touch on a little more, for the people that are you know struggling, it gets better. And that's something that we stressed a lot in the last episode, but... It really does get better, and, you know, I, I don't want to make you know sit here and be like, oh, I'm having such a great time now, and completely forget about the time I wasn't having a great time, but, you know, that's needless to say that, in my life, um, it's going good, and I think Asher can agree with that same sentence.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty good. It's been a really interesting July. Just been kind of laying low, honestly, not doing much. You went on vacation, though, right?
0: Yeah, I had a little vacation um, with the girl I'm seeing, who's my first girlfriend that I've ever had in college. Um, shout out her. She, I don't know, I'm kind of like in love, but not in love. Well, I, I, that's so bad to say. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. But uh, it was a good vacation. Um, and it's kind of relaxing. I feel like if you are somebody that lives here in Arizona, in the summertime, the heat just gets to you, and there's kind of that moment that you have where you're just like, I, I need to get out of Arizona, or I need to get out of this heat. and like, You
1: need to get out of the valley.
0: Yeah. I think not only because of the heat, but... Maybe some people in your life too just take a toll on you and you just need to escape for a little bit. And that's – honestly, that that can apply to anywhere you live. Um, well, you need a change of scenery at least to get refreshed. I think there's a big problem with Phoenix though personally
1: because I think everybody here is in a grind mindset. Like everyone just wants to like put their head down and work and like they don't really go on vacations. They're like working to buy things. And I feel like you could say that about a lot of big cities but I don't know I think a lot of people just put their heads down and then just don't really focus on things that are more important like a vacation
0: yeah I think for anybody that's like a workaholic so to speak you you need to realize that life is still happening even outside of your own life um and don't miss that like don't like you know the the Ferris Bueller quote like like, you know I, I don't even know what it says anymore but I feel like you guys know what I'm talking about. Life goes by quick. Life comes at you pretty fast. Yeah, so you need to stop and and enjoy the moment. Or that's not what he said, but basically, yeah, just enjoy the moment. And for me, that was becoming more present, like being in the present, living in the present, not not being, not to say be careless and don't don't plan for the future, but also remember to live in the present. And yeah, that's just a reminder for you people that may kind of be like me and you you worry about the future a lot um so yeah i mean that was fourth of july my vacation um what about you asher what, what were you doing in the meantime honestly i honestly i've just been working and going to the gym <laughs> that's not a bad idea either yeah and that kind just- of ties into what what we're going to say today or what we wanted to talk about today, which is basically, I think me and you, we're, we're, we're young. We're both 22. Um, and, you know, hanging around other 22-year-olds, or not necessarily 22-year-olds, but people around our age, I want to bring this question up because when I went to California, I got to see a lot of my business partners and mentors and... They proposed this question to me, which I want to say on this this episode. How do you get ahead, both mentally and physically, of other kids your age? Mentally and physically. Yeah, because obviously, okay, you can get ahead physically by just going to the gym, but just because you you know super jacked doesn't mean you can overall, just be a
1: complete like stereotypical meathead.
0: Yeah. yeah, or or your 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 mental health could be really bad, or you could be really confused or lost, or have your priorities maybe not not where you want them to be, and you kind of want to fix that. So that's that's where that's where the mental mentally and physically aspect comes into that question.
1: So I guess it would just be like exercise, and I guess the stereotypical exercise would be the physical part of it, but then in the mental part of it, it would just be sticking to a certain routine or a regiment for yourself not letting yourself this one's ba- This goes back to our mental health episode again I think I had uh, oh yeah I do want to clarify on this actually I had talked about triggers I didn't mean that in a negative sense in that episode what I meant by triggers is certain things that you can or thought patterns that you can find in your mind where you can go back to those and it reverts you back to a more level headed space and being more stable So, I guess those are more like words of affirmation and things that you can sort of confide yourself in.
0: Well, I think it's important that, you know, that's a good clarification for what you're referring to, but at least during that episode, I'm glad you brought it in because there are certain like, you know, quite literal triggers that I have that I, I only know I have because it's happened to me when I didn't know that they were a trigger yeah well
1: do you mean that in like the negative sense of triggers like the way it's normally used yeah there are
0: things that do that to me and like you know whether it's hearing somebody's name or hearing about a certain emotion that maybe i'm going through or just got through it definitely does like revert me back to that same state um that's just not not to deep dive into that, but that's just to say that yeah i'm glad you brought that up in that episode because obviously there's your new definition that you clarified with and then also the um <clears throat> the more modern like colloquial colloquial way of saying the word trigger yeah there's it, it can definitely be
1: used both ways the way i meant it though is just ways of kind of training your mind to work for you i had listened to a really good podcast with a, th- uh, a famous therapist and author who was talking about it and her book is about almost lying to yourself with words of affirmation. That's what she uh, had coined it as. So instead of calling it words of affirmation, she called it lying to yourself to sort of catch everyone's attention. And what that basically does is just helps you with self-confidence and helps you to sort of get yourself out of a hole of anxiety. If you start to overthink something or over-worry, let's say you're in a relationship and you're scared that you are not good enough for them or you have like suspicions of something that something isn't going right if you if you can logically go through in your head and understand that you're doing everything you can you're doing everything right then in your capability then you can kind of get yourself out of it then and if it doesn't work logically then you can always just lie to yourself is what she was talking about dude that's that's crazy yeah thinking about that And I've been been practicing it ever since I heard that. And that was probably, honestly, a month ago. Right before the mental health podcast. But doing that honestly can help a lot. And it might not seem like it because it seems so minute. But sometimes it's just about forgetting the baggage that's weighing you down. And making you so anxious from past experience. And letting yourself, like you said, be present. Be present in the moment and don't let everything else... The negative that isn't necessarily an influence now in this situation become an influence.
0: That kind of reminds me of the story that my physical therapist told me about. He knew of this guy that was like going through depression, and he he saw uh, a psychologist or a psychiatrist and was prescribed antidepressants. Um, and the guy was you know taking antidepressants, but he's like I I don't really want to anymore. And then he kind of did this thing where he just one day told himself i'm not going to take my antidepressants anymore and i'm just going to tell myself i'm happy and then literally the next day he just quits a cold turkey and just says i'm happy now and like that, that's not to say that everybody's gonna follow that same path and just wake up one day and tell yourself you're happy and forget about everything
1: He could honestly have just been in some sort of like not hormonal depression more of just like a state of depression.
0: Uh, yeah, and I think that's also clear, yeah. or a good clarification. There are, you know, hormonal depression, mm-hmm. or hormonal depression is its own thing, which is treated with, you know, drugs, and then there's also um, situational depression. Yeah, um, because you know something occurred to you, and it's very likely like a breakup or a
1: divorce or like a yeah, death it, in it'll a make you depressed. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not not hormonally, just because of the situation itself or the circumstance. It put you in, um,
1: but I think either one can benefit from like that methodology of sometimes lying to yourself of if you're depressed saying
0: it's going to be okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of going back to like having hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, what I was gonna say regarding what you brought up, um, which I think is good, it is good for some people to like fake it till you make it or or lie to yourself for the greater good. But I think they, there can also be like a negative to that where some people are lying to themselves or to themselves because they're too afraid to fix something and they just don't face reality or face their current situation and they just say they're fine when they aren't. And maybe they aren't because other people like that are close to them are saying, there's something wrong with you or you're acting differently or strangely and you need to fix it but they don't want to because they're too scared to and they lie to themselves saying no I'm fine it's like that one thing you heard in like or I heard it a lot in middle school where people were like when they say they're a psychopath they're not a psychopath but the person that says I'm not a psychopath is a psychopath yeah. um, obviously that's just like a you know a, a wives tale or whatever you want to call it um, but it kind of reminded me of that like if you
1: if you divided your your somebody with a mental illness into the voice of themselves and the voice of I guess the mental illness let's say depression and the thoughts that are that like go with it then the lying that you are speaking of would be lying to yourself and then the lying I'm speaking of is you're lying to the mental health side
0: Does that make sense? Or you're just giving your... I think for yours, it's like you're giving yourself a different perspective because some people just want to be so... I think people... You're lying for
1: the sake of yourself. Right. While you're lying for the sake of staying in like a really comfortable, depressive hole.
0: Yeah, I think some people naturally deviate towards sadness um, or they're predisposed to being sad. I think a lot of people are like that because in their childhood, they
1: let their mental health um consume them because they didn't have the tools to work with it and so they're going to revert back to that because it's comfortable because it's the first thing they knew and that's usually what people are going to do when they're uncomfortable
0: right so i guess to tie that into like how how that can get you ahead mentally how would you how would you relate that to that um question I'd say
1: just also from looking at the distinction between people our age and other people that I know that I consider to be pretty knowledgeable and pretty mature, I'd say a lot of people don't sit down and they're not honest with themselves. They never really consider themselves to have been the person who was wrong in a situation or they don't ever like take another perspective. They're always just stubbornly always, I was right because my emotions were tied to it for such and such a reason
0: yeah so I guess
1: being able to be your worst critic but also you're honest with yourself not necessarily beating yourself up about everything but sitting down and taking responsibility for certain things in any situation because at the end of the day it's always when it's interpersonal like that there's two people everyone has a side of the story and everybody has a reason why they did the reason the thing
0: yeah That that reminds me of something my therapist told me and it was something along the lines of part of your mental health journey and Recovering is understanding where you are responsible for the state of your mind Yeah, in a certain situation where you might want to play victim or blame the other person. I think You know you the thing that helped me at least was just trying to be as open as I can be to the situation um, and understanding where I could have been wrong or not, I could have, but I, quite frankly, I was wrong and I shouldn't have done that. Uh, but don't beat yourself over doing something wrong because everybody does everything wrong. Just understand that it, it's not just so-and-so's fault or it's not just, you know, this circumstance's fault or, you know, it, it just happened to me. Like maybe I did something that made things turn out the way they did. And the best part
1: about that is <clears throat> when you take responsibility, For your actions learn from it and adjust and then let's say you go into another situation and the same outcome happens but you adjusted accordingly then it's not your fault and you know it because you did everything right you understood your responsibility you understood what you needed to do differently in the same situation and if the same thing keeps happening then it's obviously not you it's the other person so then it kind of helps you understand that it's not always your fault. You don't have to always take so much blame and like, I guess be so harsh on yourself. Cause I think a lot of people, especially when something bad happens in their life, they will take blame for it and they'll feel guilt for it. Whether that be like losing somebody, getting cheated on. A lot of times people feel like it was their fault or they did something for it. But as long as you understand like what you did in the situation, can you help that? Can you help it if someone cheats? no someone sh- wants to cheat they can cheat right
0: yeah you were hitting like some great points actually or at least hearing it kind of makes me apply to like situations yeah. like personal situations of mine and that's like I think you know talking uh, so like say you're, you're, you're giving somebody that advice and I'm like that person receiving the advice mm-hmm. I can see where it makes sense to that where like yeah so and so didn't or like, yeah, so-and-so broke up with me because their they're perceived reasons for it. Um, but if you didn't do anything wrong, you can't be so hard on yourself for that.
1: I th- I'm not saying it, it like completely removes you from the equation, but it helps you resolve it in your head and alleviates <clears throat> any possibility of you acting too harsh on yourself.
0: I think that's just the word for that is just closure like and it might not be the closure that people want but I think it's the most objective kind of closure because yeah like you said when it's when you're in an interpersonal dynamic it it takes two to tango it's not just your say on it and you're fit you're the one like guiding the ship so to speak it's you and somebody else and whenever it involves somebody else they they aren't telling you what they're thinking of and you don't know what they're thinking of all the time or even at all and that that kind of is the beauty of it, because that's why when relationships work out, it feels so like harmonious and like things are in balance. But when things don't work out, then it feels like it's so chaotic and like you you were the one giving so much to try and save it, and that's why people feel like left behind or like they can't love anymore because they've been hurt so badly in the past. Uh, but no, that's a really good and interesting perspective, and I think yeah that that makes a lot of sense
1: honestly it's a really long answer i'm not really sure i could just sum it up into just one sentence but it's just a lot of teachings that i've already heard from both that podcast um i'll probably if you want it you can just hit me on instagram or something and i'll send it to you and also just teachings from uh jocko willink's book's ex navy seal just him talking about extreme ownership, taking
0: responsibility. Definitely. And okay, so segueing into our next point. There's this this great divide between people are or just not I don't even want to say people are, just people in general. So there's this um, this divide where some people chase after instant gratification and then I think I'd like to say that most people deviate towards instant gratification because of the sake that it is instant but Mm. on the other side of instant there is delayed gratification and you know I can't can't really speak on what that exactly means because I don't even feel like I have found that but from what I hear from other people that are a lot smarter than me delayed gratification is the true path to success or just overall happiness so yeah to touch on some of that what do you think about that
1: i feel like delayed gratification is hard to understand for me especially because the way i always thought about it was but you're still you're still sort of putting a time frame on it though because when does gratification become like defined as delayed you know
0: Delay just meaning it's not instant. Like instant gratification is like having an alcoholic drink. It satisfies you like right away. Or delayed gratification. Would you
1: consider like working out delayed gratification?
0: It could be instant because you know there are could studies saying that like you know after leaving the gym or while you're working out you feel happier and improves your mood. Yeah. But you can also say that working out is an end instant- to or is a means to an end. Like you have a perfect vision or not a perfect vision. You just have a, an idea of what you want to look like, or the you goal. want to be, you know, you want to lose X amount of pounds or you want to gain X amount of pounds or lift X amount of yeah weight. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah, the delayed been. part. Cause it is a journey, um, which I guess, you know, kind of it's like is it, the journey is more important than the destination or whatever. But yeah, um, maybe
1: that's what it is maybe that's what makes delayed gratification so much better because you have more appreciation for the whole journey than you would appreciate just walking to the bar and buying a drink yeah and like it makes you almost yeah. especially with let's let's say with the gym because the gym is a never-ending grind basically mm-hmm. like you can never master the gym right so it's like with that let's say like oh um beginner gains that's the best example they're 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 quick but they're not after your first time it takes probably three months three months of solid working out and also good like nutrition to see like pretty noticeable like beginner gains maybe like five pounds some a lot of that water weight but
0: but you gain five pounds pretty quickly if you are somebody that's never been to the gym versus somebody that like hit a plateau and they're like oh i'm trying to break yeah. 185 and I've been stuck here for you know but 5 like, months.
1: You get those beginner like 3 month gains and then you hit like a year straight it just makes you fall in love with it even more and become more passionate. Like that's when you start investing in the gym, you start looking at supplements, you start looking at different training regimens, like understanding different splits and like more like technical stuff. Probably start buying more like gym gear, like a belt or something like that.
0: And I think I mean not to not to to skew away from what we're talking about right now but i guess i should have added some more context to this question or this comparison of instant versus delayed gratification but um i i only i only um thought of this because of knowing some people in my life that have that are going through some some current situations so let's take this hypothetical situation or scenario where you have like, you have a breakup, right? And let's just say... I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound misogynistic, but this, I'm just only saying this for the sake of this, this certain c- scenario I'm thinking of. The girl is like, hey, let's, um, let's break up. Or the, the, there's, there's a mutual breakup, right? It's not going anywhere, right? Um, but the dude... Or, or the girl... It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. The dude or the girl is just like... Person one, let's just say, is... I'm going to go, you know, indulge in like instant gratification. Um, and also in this scenario, let's just say both people are not mentally or physically where they want to be. Because they're growing. And everybody's growing. I don't think there's an end to any of this. They're just not... They don't have their values, let's just say. They're valueless. They don't have a okay. purpose. Yeah. So person one is the one that's like, person I'm not gonna one work on myself. instant
1: gratification.
0: And then person two is confused as to what they want to do. And they kind of go down the path of delayed gratification, not because they know they want to go down the, the delayed path. They're delayed because they don't know what to do. So like the clock starts as soon as a breakup happens. Okay. And we're measuring, we're measuring the things they do in in a graph, so to speak. I think my, what I was trying to tell this, this friend of mine was that go down the path of delayed gratification, because you are going to learn like leagues more about yourself than by doing what the other person is doing by talking to a whole bunch of people, or maybe sleeping around with a whole bunch of people or getting drunk every day or getting drunk every weekend. That's not gonna make you happy ultimately. It's gonna just like put a band-aid on a bullet hole. It's just like patching up a leak. It's not it's not fixing it for the sake of the long game, it's just a quick fix. It's maybe pragmatic maybe. Um, so I guess that's where I was trying to get with this question or this comparison. Cause I feel like we've all been there Where it's just like I mean how many times have you heard The best way to get over somebody Is by getting with somebody else Like When you get bucked off the horse Go jump on another one
1: I mean I guess that just depends on if you Like I guess it all depends on your principles And morals Because Some people think that's fine Some people don't in the long term it just doesn't seem to work for anybody really it just seems like a cycle that you put yourself into where there's no real there's no real like what's the best outcome
0: right it's just
1: there is no outcome there is just like continuing
0: i think let's just say the incident part isn't necessarily like a specific action they are just not addressing the real issue Hmm. and they're they're doing other stuff other stuff to distract themselves from the real that,
1: shit. That was like what we were talking about the other day about um, finding like distractions for your serotonin and like finding things to replace that like um, retail therapy, going out and buying things, going out and like going to, on trips and stuff like that instead of focusing on like real problems at home or like real problems in a relationship. Just like adding more things on top of it. I think a lot of people are guilty of that just instead of making what they have better try and get better things i think a lot of times it's like the upgrade mentality
0: yeah it's so quick they're so quick to hit that button
1: yeah all the time like it's the same thing with like people buying cars now just upgrade 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 so i don't know if that's like the best thing because there's no end there's no spot where you, like, really find gratification, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> kind of, like, chasing a high. Yeah, it's like fast food. It's not going to really, like, fill you up for a long time, and it's not good for you at the end of the day. And then when you're talking about inst- or delayed gratification, I feel like I think the best part about delayed gratification is it puts you out of the scenarios where you're likely to fuck up. Because you're not always out there seeking stuff. You're not necessarily fucking up you're just learning or you're just on a path grinding and there's always going to be progress day to day and you're on that path and you're going to be learning from it by doing it whether that be like going to school or like just self-improvement any kind of self-improvement every day that you're on that schedule is a day that you're distancing yourself like we said in that first question from the people from your peers
0: right okay and i think Part of it that I was telling this per- person was, you're going to face the scariest thing that you have in your head, which is your insecurities. Self-doubt. Self-doubt. Like, you're going to look them in the face, and it is going to scare you, and that's why people don't want to do it, because it scares them.
1: That's the worst part about social media, is you could be grinding, and you see all these people your age doing shit, going out while you're like at work, let's say, on a weekend, or you're stuck at home like studying for a paper. Or writing a paper, or studying for a test, or something like that, and everybody else is out. That's where you have to start trusting the process. That's where you have to know that you're gonna that you're going getting farther by doing that. That's like how that's like when Kobe used to go into the gym at four. It's because I'm up at four or three in the morning, and I get three extra hours of putting up baskets. I'm that much better. I put up that many more shots every night, every day, compared to everybody else that's around me.
0: That kind of reminds me of this this one quote I heard from one of these dudes I look up to in this, this niche I'm in on the internet his name's Arlen Moore um, he said to basically write out write out your dream or imagine your dream so vividly that you know what it looks like, you know what it tastes like you know what it smells like when you're living it and that makes the journey to getting there so much easier because you know what you're looking for exactly And I think that's the distinguishing factor that I was trying to I was trying to get this message across to this specific person that the person your ex or whoever it is that hurt you is going out there because they are so lost mentally. That's why they're engaging in this risky behavior or this they're like basically looking they're finding their serotonin in in the wrong places. Um, but you this person I know he's listening to it you need to use this time so to speak to, to really answer the questions that you've always had on the back of your mind but you're just so distracted or so scared to answer or figure them out like I think the most gains you can make mentally or physically is right after a breakup
1: yeah, that's that uh, free pre-workout.
0: Yeah. And I think I'm not I I, I don't want to say that this is the only place you're going to find those really big gains because there could be a numerous number of ways to find them, but breakups are huge for for somebody. It it, it literally, quite frankly, makes or breaks somebody. It's always that uh, you want to win the breakup shit. But there's no winning in a breakup. There really isn't.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean I think you, you can win by realizing by learning from it. Like we always said, Okay, only, yeah, th- never yeah, mind. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. a good point you bring up. Scratch what I said. You oh. can win by learning
1: from it. You can win by being the bigger person and not stooping down to their level afterwards. Don't be petty, don't be like just let them go, honestly let them go let them go do their thing because it's not your responsibility honestly it never was your responsibility and I that's think that's not that's yeah. not the goal of a relationship it's not your the goal of a relationship is not to take on everybody someone else's responsibility it's for you to
0: take have, on your well, own it's <laughs> to be a team I think the greatest form of revenge is success yeah and it's a, a revenge is a dish
1: best served cult um that's delayed gratification
0: yeah, okay, so tying into our next point, or my next point.
1: City boys out. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we'll, we'll save that for uh, our Patreon episode. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the hard path is the longer path, obviously. And the longer path is the loneliest path. When you're going through like this journey, so to speak, of wanting to improve yourself, It's lonely because nobody wants to take the harder path. Everybody sees the easiest way out and they take it. Most people, I should say. And when you go through that, when you take the longer path, you're going to lose people in your life because maybe you're not the same anymore. And this is just to speak volumes on who you surround yourself with. You know, how many times have... Or how many people do you know that you don't talk to anymore because your mindset was just in a different place and you can't you you guys just don't relate anymore
1: I mean my circle definitely changed immediately after we got kicked out of high school and then I think there was another major change after Carson passed away and then there was another major change like about two years ago just like as everybody just kind of really settled in on what they were doing. And I feel like a lot of people, what I what I mean by settling in is like got comfortable. Yeah. They stopped. Like, yeah. Um comfort kills. Yeah, honestly. Comfort dude, kills. Like people just got too content fine with where they were and thought that that's what being an adult was. They ease
0: off the gas pedal.
1: Yeah. And that's that's cool if you're happy
0: with it, but
1: they ain't happy with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they have that ick at night when yeah, they're laying down, yeah. they're like I'm not where I
1: want to be. They're just not happy and you can tell because like we talk to them, like these are people I know. They they you, they'll be happy for a bit, but then like when you really get to talking to them, they aren't they aren't happy. You hear about what they do like day to day. It's just, like, damn. I thought my life was shitty, but, like, my life is actually great. Because, like, I just do whatever I want, and, like, I'm pretty happy. Like, I get to work on myself every day. It's a good day. Honestly, my best days are me going to the gym and then just, like, hanging out with my girlfriend. Whoa. That's it. You made it official on the pod? Well, we, we made it official already, but that's, Dude, like... You're coming public, public. That's the, that's the best... That's, like, my good day. I don't need to be fucking, like, doing all this shit like we were talking about, about the instant gratification. Yeah. No, definitely. And all these other people are either doing that or wishing that they fucking were. Like, they save up, they save up their money for a quarter of the year, go on a vacation, blow it all, and then they come back and do it again. And then life hits it's, like that, hits. it's like that Drake song where he's talking about girls who, like, go on vacation just to take pictures to post when they're back from vacation. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. Like, he, he sees it. And he's at the Drake top. He calls it like he sees it. He like, sees it and he's it. at the top. Like, okay, I'm not saying I'm at the top or anything
0: like that, but, like, I see it. And I'm not saying I'm on the same path as Drake, but... There's this thing I saw on Twitter where it, was, where it basically said, your worst enemy is the friend that couldn't keep up with you.
1: And they are because they just turn to haters. Exactly. They immediately because I know motherfuckers talk shit on the podcast. I know y'all do. I don't care. I mean, like that—that's—that's that's part of like putting yourself out there and making a podcast. But like, what did you do today?
0: I mean, no, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my dad did did throw some jabs my way. Like, I I'm, I'm working on not. <clears throat> cussing anymore, so we'll see how long the street goes. Oh,
1: I should have known that. Well, whatever.
0: Um, no, no, that was just my own <laughs> critique, because listening to these past few, not that I listen to them a lot. Y'all just got me heated. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, besides that. Okay, so, rounding out this topic of just talking about all that bad stuff, let's let's start switching some good. So, knowing this, and knowing your vision in life, how do you build a social circle aka a group of friends or just people that you surround yourself with that align with this mission of yours and how do they complement how do you find people that help complement who you are as a person that's hard for me to speak on honestly i guess
1: i guess the only real person that i could speak on with that would be like jake Cause like that's only like shout out Jake. Yeah, that's gotta be like the newest friend I have, honestly. Yeah. Like Jake's the newest friend I have. We met when we were both working together at a health a health store, and uh, just like immediately started talking, and hanging out, and just like being cool together. But that's just on having a uh, the common thread of liking cars at the time and being really into cars.
0: Okay, so similar hobbies.
1: Yeah. So I guess similar hobbies. That's what starts it, honestly. And relationships always build off of like um, shared experiences. So since we were working together all the time, we would always have something to talk about, like crazy customers or just like funny stuff that happened during the day. So that really kicked it off. But then after, then we both, then he quit, but we were both cool still because we had that stuff to still do.
0: You set the groundwork for basically a friendship that could yeah that could
1: flourish. Yeah, and then like just like learning more about him, realizing we had like similar. Like, ideas and stuff like that, similar dreams and stuff like that. So, of course, they're going to be around because you're both doing the same shit. And then we all got the shop together. And then I think that's when you guys really became friends. Yeah,
0: and that's when I, I, I started seeing Jake basically more and more. Yeah. And real and getting to know him, mm-hmm. which, yeah, come to find out, I, I think the same way as you. Like, we, I mean, obviously, we all like cars. So, that was an easy way in. But to keep it going was knowing that he's not a hater. Yeah, just knowing he's a solid dude. Yeah, he's just a good dude at the end of the day. Shout out
1: my boy. He's the one who got me home uh, on my 22nd birthday
0: when I almost died
1: from alcohol poisoning.
0: Shout out Jake. Yeah, that's my boy. Shout out, shout out building a good social circle because if you have a good social circle, maybe you too will make it home like Ashley yeah, did. Yeah, you'll,
1: you'll get home safe. Get a, get a friend like Jake. Okay, so. But I guess it's hard for people who... Don't have anybody Because some people Just don't have anybody Because like They went to a shitty school In high
0: school I think what's hard For people Is To make friends When they're Living a lie Of a life Okay Because You're putting on This persona This facade Of somebody Who you want to be Who you are not And obviously You know Law of attraction You're gonna Make friends With similar people But if that's not Who you genuinely are It's so hard To be To be The person that fits into that social circle if that's not you i guess you have to then find
1: out why you're lying to yourself then why do you want to be in that situation
0: or like why do you want to be around those certain people like what does that or just cut the cycle and just be who you are yeah and know have an idea where you want to go because it's not like you have to be friends with somebody just because of who they are in the present you can see potential in somebody or you can see that somebody's like building something for themselves, and that could be your shared experience. Like I too want to improve my. I would too want to self improve, so that's why I'm going to hang out with people that want, like self improvement.
1: I mean, like the older and older we get as friends, the less and less we have in common. Have you noticed that?
0: Right. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of like but what, hobbies
1: or like yeah. But like what stays common is is what shared essential. experience. Yeah, and what is essential, like the. Mindset and like the chemistry and shit like that.
0: Because I mean, we were just talking about this before we hit the record button. That a, a good friend is somebody that can take uh, a critique, or they can be called out and not just like lose their shit. Yeah, dude. Andrew Tate was just talking about that shit. <laughs> he said For your safety, gather all your friends and pour out sparkling water. <laughs> and for anybody that says oh, there's bubbles in this. You cut them off immediately.
1: but For real though, honestly, that's good. But that and just like, why wouldn't you want people around who can bring you back to your baseline and call you out when you're not there?
0: Or you're, they, they know what path you originally set for yourself and they see you deviating. Yeah. They're nudging you back. They're keeping you accountable. Accountability, that's a better way to put it. And
1: there's it. a difference between keeping you accountable and being a hater. There's a big difference.
0: Huge, <laughs> all right? Dude, I think the older we got, the more haters we got.
1: Yeah, off of shit, maybe that says something about us. Off but of everything, I don't know. like literally, like what? Oh, your ex- like when we got the shop, your ex girlfriend or your girlfriend at the time, fucking like all her friends called us douchebags just because we had a shop.
0: Yeah, that should have been my red flag. Like, dude, like,
1: what the fuck? Like people will literally just say shit just to say shit. And it's not even about them, and they take it personally like that enough to like say shit and form an opinion on us that's negative. That like, dude, I don't even think about you. The only reason I think about you is because I heard that. Well,
0: it it just it's so sad to hear that people are hating on other people's success.
1: Yeah, or just like anything they do, honestly. Like if it
0: makes you happy, and it doesn't affect anybody else. Yeah, it's like, why are you hating? I think that says more about the person hating. Yeah. Maybe they're not where they they want to be out of life, or. They're just miserable, and they find instant gratification in hating on people. <laughs> dude, I'm telling oh, you, there's levels to this. Oh, God, cut the pop. There's God. levels to this. Hey, drop the
1: mic. It's too hot in here, bro. All right.
0: But, <laughs> dude, we just had a revelation. Coming for your ass, guys. Um, No, yeah, three feet on the gas pedal. Like, that has what... Whoa. I don't even know what I just said. That's been my biggest take away from the earlier part of this. Because we're, we're, we're around like the midway of this year, a little bit past the midway actually. And let's just say the first six months. That's what I learned the most at least. Like, keep your foot on the gas. Like, how many times in like racing or like motocross have people said the gas will get you out of most things that, than the brake can?
1: Or. Like the bike, the bike or the car knows what it wants to do. Trust it. Yeah. Trust the grip. Trust that it's gonna. The suspension is gonna work. All that kind of stuff. That's the process. That's your setup. Process is your setup. Boom. Life is motocross, guys.
0: <laughs> so bringing us back <laughs> to reality now, <laughs> um, how do you think toxic people interfere with your life personally? How how did toxic people in the past interfere with your life?
1: I let them interfere with my life. I'll say that. Toxic people are gonna be there either way. All right. <laughs>
0: oh, my man! <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Yo, what is going? <laughs> on? So-
1: oh, dude, the pre-workout's still in me, but yeah. Hold <laughs> oh, on, I gotta breathe. I gotta take a drink. Okay, uh, in what the meantime,
0: I'm going to put some context to this groundwork. I think, obviously, I've known Asher for like more than half my life. I've seen him in the worst of days and the best of days. You good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was I saying? Um,
1: yeah. So talk to people that are going to be in your lives either way. You can't help that. What you can help is... Removing the, them. Yeah, removing them. Like, get them out of there, recognizing and identifying them. And like sticking up for yourself. That's the biggest thing. And I think letting yourself honestly like be walked over is the stupidest shit you can do. And I think a lot of times that's what toxic people prey on. So like if you are or yeah, it's just about being honest with yourself and finding out where you're letting people step on you. Or just like letting shit slide that shouldn't slide. Yeah. If you have a hater in your life, either confront them or cut them. Cause like it's not worth it to keep in there What are, Unless there's like some other benefit That you're getting
0: That's some sneaky stuff though Yeah.
1: Like if the toxic person In your life is in your family That's tough
0: Yeah that, that is a, a very that's different. different scenario
1: Like if it's let's, let's say a parent and you live at home And you got a toxic parent Dude just like Ride it out for as long as you can Try not to like add more gasoline To the fire just like don't
0: give them the satisfaction of
1: responding the way they want you to respond bite your tongue and be the bigger person because it's sad and i it sucks dude there's so many people who have parents who are literally just like big ass babies like big ass little kids just like selfish and whiny and like honestly you can't help it that's just the situation you got put into but like i'm sorry that you're going through that but sometimes you just gotta grin bear it Get that degree, get that job, get the fuck out.
0: If or, it's a relationship
1: yeah. you're in, get out. There's nothing honestly that should keep you in it. Because if you just identified with yourself being in a toxic relationship, what are you doing there then? If me saying in a relationship makes you think of your relationship, get out of it.
0: So speaking on getting out, like how how did you know it was time to get out?
1: Hmm. Personally, without going into too much detail and just like completely bagging on people, I just say when I found that like my morals were being sacrificed. When like also when I just started uh, back to the Johnny Depp quote thinking that that person was that was the person that you like cared about and wanted to spend time with, but that person didn't exist and like they were basically lying to you the whole time. I feel like I found myself in a situation where basically monthly, I was literally figuring stuff out, like finding stuff out about her and then having to make the decision and having to ask myself, do I still want to be with this person?
0: Shout out Johnny.
1: Yeah. Stupidly, I kept going, which was not the best idea.
0: I'll ask you this. Why did you stay in it? Like, what was your thought process, at least for staying in it?
1: I don't know. I think that's just Midwest kindness, honestly. Thinking that I could make it work.
0: Or was it just you trying to be a fixer?
1: Yeah, that too. Wanting to fixing it and also just knowing what the solution was, telling them the solution. It's like right in front of their yeah. face and, and then not say fixing it. it, honestly. Like and I'm not saying like I know everything, but like these were all like some basic things. Like No, I, mean, I can't get in I can't get into it. I don't I really don't wanna just like bag on somebody Smart. like that. I just I don't know, I just distance myself from this person now. I don't associate with them at all, don't talk to them, don't think about them honestly. Like I just live my life and I'm happy now and I'm doing the right things for me. And if that person does well, that person does well. If they don't, they don't.
0: Dude, you know what's so funny about cause like I mean we were taught a lot about this before we even recorded, about just being happy. And we had this common experience of we're in this happiness phase of like let's just say the month of July so far. How many people have come at us for being happy?
1: Dude, everybody. Yeah, I don't know why.
0: Why are you guys hating so much? Let me be happy. I I was getting my ass kicked for the month of June. Wait, who's been hating on you? I I can't get into details about this. Okay. But...
1: We'll talk about it after.
0: But so, like... Help me, bro. I was literally (laughs) saying that all of you. Like, yo, whoever's praying on my downfall, stop, please. Like, I am in the ground right now. But I finally fixed myself with the help of of friends and family. Shout out them. They know who they are. It just takes time and distance, honestly. Like, that sounds
1: stupid because, like, that's the one thing you can't do instantly is give yourself more time and distance. But, like, doing that helps you not have emotions when you put – when you start thinking about it again, you're actually changing your perspective just by not having emotion there. You're more of like a third party then. And it also just like gives you time to feel and not have just, yeah, again, raw emotion. Emotion honestly is your attachment and you got to,
0: or memories. Memories always hurt to let go of. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, this is my personal experience. Like that's what has kept me so deep and whole was memories and like, like the Johnny Depp quote, you know, you're in love with this idea of this person. Dude, this is just a City Boys episode. Like, you're in love with this person, <laughs> but that person is in your head. They aren't there in reality. And you want them to be, but they just aren't. You put them on a pedestal. For those who can't see the video, because there's no video of this podcast, we just had the most crisp high five. <laughs> okay, so... That's how to cut people off. So kinda of just rounding this whole thing out. Well one, more, oh, thing whoa, whoa, one more one more point.
1: Just about like cutting people off. You're cutting people off because you're choosing you and you're choosing your piece. Choose your life. Yeah, choose you, honestly, at the end of the day, because who else is gonna choose you? Who's who wants to choose somebody who doesn't choose themselves? How high quality is that of you? I know that's kinda of like shaming you if you're like insecure or something, but like honestly <laughs> think about it. Like know your worth. Like
0: put worth to yourself. Yeah, put worth anything. in
1: yourself. Like lie to yourself about that. I'm worth more. If you don't think you're worth more, tell yourself I'm worth more, and do what you would do if you were worth more. <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's still good for you. Just, just do it. Trust the process. Like Shia
0: LaBeouf said, just tr- do
1: just it. Just trust the process, honestly, because like so many people are comfortable with being in that same spot because they're not having to do anything and they don't have to take responsibility or ma- like make the first move. But, like, sometimes you just have to, like, make the first move and do shit. Because no one else is going to stick up for you. And no one's considering you or thinking about you. Or even knows what you're thinking or feeling without you standing up for yourself.
0: And quite frankly, they probably don't even care. Yeah. Because they're so Wrapped self-absorbed up. to to actually care about how you feel. Definitely. So you have to be your biggest advocate in life. Yeah. It reminds me of this TikTok I saw. This big-ass black dude was just screaming at the camera. And he was like... For anybody that's got a relationship, whether it be, like, with, you know, like a romantic relationship or, like, a friendship with somebody, there is only one you. But there are millions, billions of other people that you can replace them with. But there is only one you. You die with yourself and by yourself at the end of the day. That's why you have to be your biggest advocate. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, so to round this out or at least this part of the podcast out Asher what has been your biggest takeaway from your self-improvement journey so far
1: confidence is key that's it that's the takeaway honestly like even if it's like like I have been like ranting about I think I've been telling everybody about this podcast but like Even if it's false self-confidence where you're lying to yourself, like, I got this, I know what I'm doing, or this is the right thing, and you're not really sure, you're still doing the right thing at the end of the day. Like, you're still choosing you. You're still prioritizing your well-being as long as you're being confident. And also, just like, it helps to attract the right people if you are trying to look for like a better friend group or just more solid friends. Like, going out and meeting people Or trying to date Being confident helps attract the right people Because no confident person Wants to be with someone who's not confident Nobody who knows their self worth Wants someone who doesn't know their self worth
0: I mean speaking on confidence and dating It also makes it that much Easier to get over A relationship Because you were just so confident in yourself Not to say you're arrogant and cocky and be like I did nothing wrong But just knowing that Say somebody did wrong by you That's their problem, they missed out on somebody who's great yeah
1: don't bring your like baggage into don't put new people into the category of the toxic people that you've had in your life unless they start like resembling them but just like that's a big indicator yeah Yeah. but don't be like immediately with no evidence start villainizing them or start assuming that they're going to be toxic because that's probably the worst thing and that's an easy way to just ruin new relationships
0: so, thinking about that, compare and contrast Asher before this this revelation, so to speak, and after. Like who who was Asher before this and who is who is Asher now after it?
1: I think I was I think I was a people pleaser before. <laughs> I think a lot of times I was focused on what everybody else wanted or what certain people wanted in my life, especially in a relationship. So, I was Sacrificing a lot of things and making a lot of stipulations with them for them to stay around I guess so I get mm, I wouldn't say codependency but just it could be a codependency
0: mm,
1: just from what we were talking about last episode I don't know if it is I think it was more just like not wanting shit to change
0: being comfortable yeah
1: like being comfortable and like not really wanting to I don't know. I, I've always had it in my head where I was like, okay, I can make... Any relationship could work out. But there's a little footnote under that now that I have where it's... And I guess this is going back to the question you had just asked. Any relationship can work out. It just depends on how much you're willing to sacrifice of yourself. The best relationships don't ask things of you.
0: I wouldn't say you can, you can save any relationship by giving more. Because the other person can just leave... They can,
1: yeah, but, well, yeah, okay, but any any two people can work it out.
0: They have the capacity yeah. to work it out.
1: Yeah, you can bargain with anybody, but it's just, what are you losing? If Whether you lose, that be yeah, like and yourself. And if you lose yourself, it's not worth it. So you have to, like, always have that in the back of your head. Like, what am I giving up? What am I, and not like a give-take sort of barter system, but am I losing part of myself in this relationship by sacrificing morals? Or... By realizing that this person isn't the right person for me. And staying with it for the sake of the relationship. For the sake of making it work. Or not having to be in the dating pool again. Or being on the streets. Because honestly, the streets suck.
0: <laughs> but you are putting yourself on the streets.
1: Yeah. You you can
0: be single and not
1: be on the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. But I think definitely it was good for me to take that leap. I think that was a big, significant portion of my life that happened like right before we started the podcast you went monk mode bro yeah honestly like well I don't know about monk mode but probably like American Psycho honestly
0: without the killing
1: yeah just more of like um self-improvement self-care like face routine and everything
0: yeah minus peeling your skin off but uh, I mean it's important I dude what you just said reminded me of this quote it's actually by uh by Zach Bryan that the uh, country singer. He said, give your heart, but keep your head. There you go. I think, when when I heard that, I was actually pretty depressed, and I cried when I, uh, I ain't gonna lie. I cried when I, when I read that. But it speaks so much volume, and it's so digestible, where, don't, don't give up, no, not don't give up, don't lose yourself in trying to make things right by other people. Because, like you said, those toxic relationships you were in, you were going against your own morals, your own values that you hold high just for the sake of keeping this person.
1: Negating your own self-worth.
0: You know, Yeah. When you step to the table, you have a value to you, know your value, and then add tax. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what else do we have to say about this? Cause, dude, I feel like we can keep this going for a little bit longer because this is... This is good. This is real good. This is probably one of the best podcasts we've had so far.
1: I don't know. I don't know what else I want to say. I mean... T- we run through all the questions?
0: Yeah, but I mean, I have like smaller questions like hidden in there. Um, like, okay, so let's just say you're maybe maybe there's like a, a younger person listening to this and they want to not be us. Don't be us, first of all. But they want to to get on the path of proper self-improvement. Not to say we're like gurus at this, but what can, what are like some key insights that you have from your own experience of going through this? Minus the uh, being confident and confidence is key part. Like what other little tidbits or like anecdotes can you can you provide somebody? I guess
1: not necessarily having a lot of mentors personally in my life, like people who I can learn things from or like bounce questions off of that I would consider a mentor not a peer. Uh, I started listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of different ones that had a bunch of professionals on who were able to speak on things at um, like a professional level where I could actually trust what they're saying. Um, So that really helped, honestly, just hearing different people, different authors, different people who have done research and studies and learning other things. So just honestly, like we said before, education. Just being able to learn things from other people and not being, I guess alone on your journey because you have reference points to bounce back on plans to work on and like honestly a good routine if you've taken the right information whether that be from mentors you have in your life from self-help self-help books or i guess just any resource you can find that works for you podcast personally did it for me
0: right and to touch on that mentor part like I, I can only I have some of these mentors only for the fact of you know the circumstance I've been in I was very fortunate to meet them or some of these groups I even pay to be in just because I believe in their message so much but to utilize you know for for anybody utilize the resources that you have and I think a big one is I've known you for a long time now but we really haven't started talking about like this whole self improvement like deep journey stuff in a while. Or, no, what am I it, it it happened recently. Probably this year. This year's, like, when we really deep dove into it. I mean, obviously, we've talked about it here and there in the past, not as intensely as we have this year.
1: I think we've talked about it more in, like, a scenario-basis thing, where it's, like, this shit's happening. Like, we know a friend who's doing this or whatever, and we talk about it, and, like, this is what we think about it, and, like, this is why we think it.
0: I mean, my biggest thing was just, saying, hey, he's my best friend, so if he really is my best friend, I want to open up to him. And based off his response, he either is my best friend or he isn't. And, you know, granted, we're still friends, so he is, but I think, like, yeah, just kind of be vulnerable, but be, like, selectively and picky vulnerable. Like, you know, you you can't just be open up to anybody because, I mean, that's another thing I learned this year. I opened up to the wrong people, and then I got burned for doing that.
1: But like we said, if that happens to you, don't take it personally.
0: Yeah, it's not a you problem, it's a them problem.
1: Yeah, don't take it personally, but also don't like...
0: Learn from it, obviously. Don't think
1: less of them. You know?
0: Everybody's got stuff they're going through. Some people
1: just aren't, don't have the facility to manage other people's problems as well because they're going through their own shit.
0: Or, yeah, or it just scares them because they aren't... Timing is
1: a fucking bitch.
0: Yeah. Like you said, they don't have the capacity to take on this role or... For whatever reason. Yeah, whether it be the right or wrong reason. It's all—it's also not your job at the end of the day to, to judge them based on how they treated you. Yeah. But you definitely do need to remove yourself from that kind of situation.
1: Or, yeah, I guess that's that's where you understand, like, the extent of your friendship.
0: Yeah. No, or or your relationship with whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, that was pretty good. I mean, I think yeah, that's kind of all the questions I've had. Uh, do you have anything else you want to bring up? No, I don't know.
1: Oh, that was a I thought. That was good. That was I a pretty that.
0: dense episode. Yeah,
1: and it's it got a lot off my chest. I'm sorry <laughs> if I offended anybody. I really didn't mean to. Um. Y'all just get me heated sometimes. But mm-hmm. I love all you guys
0: still. A, y'all still all my friends. <laughs> um, dope, and I think we're planning on next week's episode already. It's it's gonna be geared towards this whole back to school season and kind of like the uh, 18 or 17 year old survival guide to college. But that's for next week. Um, if you're listening this far, we appreciate it. Feel free to give us a rating if you haven't already, or tell it you know tell your grandma about us. Um, but with that being said.
1: Yeah, if somebody, if you think somebody needs to hear this episode, send it to them.
0: <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, we all, we love you guys, and um, we'll catch you here next week.
1: Yeah, hopefully next week. See ya. Move with the grooms, move you guys are such fucking move, like 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 move with the cruise move like that. Move with the cruise move like that. And now we. Be-
0: waste this moment once we lose it gone forever instead of what if wish we could clone it you and me we can own it transform it and frame it if we move it step together synced in perfect arrangement. so what you aiming for i'm humble more settled these days but i find you very stimulated an amateur melting in your laser hot gaze cool vibes flowing with you waiting in the waves breath stroking in the of you i'm just the scene while he thinking on me on the way back to queens move back leather seats munchies that grabs meats on the run like two thieves time to kill a night young love just moving i'll leave as if i was cast to play your missus in the story like a it plays the end of sentences this ain't the end this the genesis appreciate your honorable mention dedication let the music make it move with the
1: groove, move like that move
0: with the groove, move like
1: that and now we
0: I've crazy crossed the whole world, put in work like an urchin, unusual merchant, reputable working, cause I do work with perks and you know it's for certain four times a year, I'm unveiling the curtain, hailing another Piece of the fabric, this magic, cause I'm a beast with the rapage and the average. Girls see me shoot a rhyme down the cleavage. I never go without the best music. I need this I'm spastic with jazz. My homies here to show that we mastered the crap. Turn your Sony up and blow back your wig piece. If you dig grease, got the grimy on lock and make it knock through the big leagues. Check the as I cross the